Hey boys and girls, it's CRB with a brand new episode of Couch Party. And I'm going to keep it very, very simple and cut straight to the intro by simply letting you know the doctor is in. kill white people than they kill black people. More black people kill black people than they kill any other race. Spanish kill Spanish. Asians kill Asians and so forth and so forth. You want to know why? Not because you hate each other, but because that's who the fuck you live around. And most times when teachers blast off, they're probably blasting off with somebody that's in your general community. And as a country, we just decide to exploit the different race. It, It has to be racial because I mean, shit. Regardless of the fact that we have the internet, we're still slightly disconnected and people still believe what they see on TV. They still take what they say, see on TV as 100% fact. Yep. So, yeah. Very true. Very yeah, man. True. Get to whatever, brother. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, so uh, welcome to Couch Party. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think everybody's figured out by now who my guest is. And uh, figured out by now. It's, it, it's kind of their fault, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, and and if you haven't, I, granted, I don't have the sound clip uh, like our friends over at Miserable Retail Slave do, but uh, <laughs> if if we if I just hit a button and I could say you got to shoot your shot, I think everybody would know. <laughs> this week's guest on Couch Party is the great Doctor Penrose Eames. Man, thank you, thank you, man. You know what? Hey, I'm happy to be here, man. It's been, I think this is the first time I've done anything with anybody from the couch, and like shit. I, I can't remember if the last time I was on your show, if I was on Randy's show, if I was on with, uh, yeah, I can't remember if it was Miserable Retail Slave, but anyway, it's been like a fucking year, but it feels good to be fucking back. I miss all you fuckers. Um, shout out to the couch, man. Shout out to BJ, of course. Penrose versus anybody still hasn't went anywhere. I just been kind of doing a lot of other shit, but it fucking feels good to be here. Yeah, Shout out to anybody who smokes weed and is not ashamed of it. Shout out to you if you do customer service and you do it at a very great rate. Um, kiss my ass if you do customer service and you're horrible at it. And high five to big girls with confidence. And that's it. Go ahead, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love a big girl with confidence, man. It's nothing fucking better. Yeah. It's no. Nothing better. No, that's it's it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, man. And I, and so you know you. Like growing up, I always was like being black is the shit, and I still feel like being black is the shit. But I was like biased because I'm black, and then I looked around and I was like, "Yo, being big with confidence is the shit." Shout out to big people with confidence. I'm just gonna be real, you fuckers rock. But anyway, well, and and like right now, the wife is in there watching. Uh, this is us, and I mean, there's there's a big chick on there. Granted, she's not very confident. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's kind of cool, too, to see the breakaway from everybody has to be a fucking, you know, nine and a half to a ten to be on TV. True, true indeed. True you indeed. Know, like, it's like, like look, that, real life has its flaws. Let's just fucking accept it and move on. Yeah. 
Like the girl from, uh, I remember, I can't, I don't recall her name, but the lady from Mike and Molly. And they, they oh, told her uh, that. Uh, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, Melissa McCarthy. And as dope and as funny as she is, they actually came to her and told her, if, 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 I, if rumor serves me correctly, that they were going to cancel the show if she didn't lose weight or some shit like that. And it was like, why though? You know what I'm saying? Like who, who said big people aren't funny or aren't needed or aren't just like, I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't understand this whole thing of if you don't look like how I say you should look, then you're not okay. Like, fuck that, dude. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. Like, and, and the sad part is there's a lot of people that fall into that trap. And so that's why I say if you're like, and and if you got offended, if you're somebody that listened to this and you got offended because I said big people, I do apologize. But if you're somebody who does not fit this, the social norm of beauty, and you still have all the fucking confidence in the fucking world. You're fucking way more beautiful than what the fuck these people are talking about anyway. Like you fucking rock. You just do, man. Like it is yeah, what I mean, it is. Ne- neither one of us is going to grace the cover of GQ, but goddamn it, we're fucking confident. Exactly. Exactly. Never, never a day. I told somebody this the other day. I said I don't think I'm the the, the best looking guy in the world. I'm pretty sure I'm not. I said, but I get hit on at least once a week, so I'm doing something right. I'm doing exactly. something right out here. So. Exactly. Now you you were talking about Penrose versus anybody really hasn't done a whole lot lately. Um, but you are uh, doing. We got the draws. I am currently. And, uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing at the moment. Yeah. The, so so let's hear a little bit more about that show, just because that's what's hot right now. Because I mean, everybody knows Penrose versus anybody. Right. 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 Um, well, we got the draws is a show that I do with, uh, Black Paco. Shout out to Black Paco. Um, he is formerly, uh, he used to be with a, uh, a group called, uh, DMST. And mm-hmm. for all of you who actually know me, we had a verbal, uh, back and forth, funny back and forth back in the days when we first came to the podcast. And that, you know, crossed over into being friends, doing different events with each other and things of that nature. And that, and, and, what people realize from both of those shows is Paco and I were, were the loudest, most shit talking as dudes on each show. <laughs> <laughs> so that progress into, you know, years of us talking about, Hey, let's work together. Let's work together. Certain circumstances finally opened those doors. And so we wanted to go ahead and do that. And since we are shit talkers and extremely like vulgar with a lot of stuff, we wanted to, we entitled the show. We got the draws because we knew immediately that coming from us, everybody thought that this show was going to be about sex and demeaning women. When in all actuality, it's got to be one of the most geared towards positivity shows that's out on the internet right now. So that's what it's all about. We 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 got the draws means if you're getting the draws, that means you're succeeding. You're getting the bag. I mean, fellas, if if you go out tonight and you score, you feel like you won. Ladies, if you go out tonight and you're looking to get laid and you do, you feel like you won. You got the draw. So in essence, I wanted to flip that into positivity, into the sense of uh <clears throat> excuse me, getting that promotion, maybe finding that relationship, maybe uh graduating from school, getting that trade, uh opening that business, buying that stock, shit cashing out on that stock, whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? If you're succeeding you're getting the draws. And so I feel like my life is a success every day. So we got the draws. See, and, and I've, I've taken the title even as not, you know, I, I know the logo has some, you know, some bikini tops and all this and that. And, you know, again, totally not against that. Um, 
but I, I've taken it as you know the draw of the attention from people in a positive light. You know, they're, ah, like they're, they're looking and saying, "Hey, you know, well, look at Penrose, look at Ranty, he, they're doing well. Hey, that show's entertaining." You know, and and it's drawing the attention, but it's not doing it by being completely outrageous. And I mean, we're still outrageous on Rantyville, um, especially if you listen to last week's episode and Tyler talking about eating ass. I mean, um, listen, to comment on that, I'm not, against, <laughs> listen, I'm not against eating ass, but I'm from the west side of Detroit. I'm a little bougie. I'm high class. I eat bootay. But anyhow. And <laughs> <laughs> shop at Target. <laughs> That's exactly where I shop. I've never been to Target a day in my life. But me and the family, we frequent Target at least two or three times a week. So. <laughs> exactly exactly it's it's where the uh it's where mrs ranty often goes and spends a lunch break and comes back with a trunk full of stuff like i don't know what happened right you it's know, just it, appeared <laughs> i went in and i looked at the dollar section and then the cart was full exactly with it's, all of the expensive shit that tarjay has to offer it's exactly not the tarjay fairy yeah and and let me let me just go to one thing real quick about that um so so obviously you know your lady is with you there and uh question how often does she just go in and buy something and say oh that looks cute and not try it on only to return it to the store sometime in the next 180 days <laughs> all the fucking time it never okay, gets good. returned though that's yeah. the shit that fucks with me is it never gets returned there's a, yeah. there's great intention on getting it returned and then somehow it doesn't get returned and it's my fault <laughs> Well, I said I wanted to go to Target, and you said you just wanted to lay back and relax. And exactly. It's all your fault. Yeah. It's all your fault. Yeah. I wanted, yeah, exactly. That's it. Because I don't want to fucking get up and go. Then I threw your thought process off, and you forgot to take the shit back. No. <laughs> no. Don't do that. You got that? Yeah. It's, it's, there's literally like bags hanging, you know, at the end of the steps or on a doorknob somewhere. And I'm like, are you, are you going to take that back? Right, you know, and and it's all predicated on well, I, I'm I'm pretty sure it'll fit. It looks like it'll fit. Yeah, man. Listen, I've never been like uh, the funny part with me is that we'll go and let's say we're all out shopping for like just everybody in the family, right? Yeah, everybody in a fucking family has to try shit on because she has to make sure it fits, it looks right. You guys are okay. All right, let me see that on you. Oh, okay, get this, get that, right? But when yep. it's her turn, it's like, oh no, it's gonna. And I'm like, no, it's not gonna. And I'm, but the crazy part is I can't sit here and tell you it's not gonna. So I gotta sit here and deal with the fucking bullshit. I'm saying, all right, cool, buy this shit. That's not gonna fit you. And you know it's not gonna fit you. Whether it's too big or too small, you only got it because you thought it was fucking cute. And they don't have it in your fucking size. And it's gonna hang in the closet for like two fucking years. And you're gonna keep saying, I'm gonna take this back. Yep. We'll see, and and the family trip is actually the greatest cop out because oh, yeah. then then you can say, well, you know, we've been here for an hour and a half, and this whole time the kids were trying clothes on, so yep. you know, I I don't have time to do it, but I'm sure it'll fit. Yep, I still got to get home and cook, babe. Yeah, we're gonna be hungry. The kids are getting agitated. Like fuck off. You're like, oh, that's why they sell popcorn and ices here. Let me take them over there. You have a half an hour to try your shit on, and then we don't have to come back and do this again in, you know, three months. Exactly, because the next time that you, if you do actually take this shit back, now you're gonna drag me back to the store to get more shit that you're not gonna try on. Yeah, it's a vicious well, cycle. Let me let me just check the clearance section real quick. 
Okay, that's like a customer saying, I only have one question. We know it's a lie, but we still proceed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh. Fuck right. it. Well, I'm, I'm glad it's not just me. It's not just you. Dear customer, fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh it, man! So 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 in in saying fuck, there there is one topic that we wanted to cover, and I guess it's not necessarily a fuck. Um, he might get fucked. Who he knows? <laughs> but good old Bobby Kraft. Gotta love him. But, I mean, my bad. Go ahead. I I just you couldn't have had somebody brought in. I mean, he probably could have, but. It's almost like saying, like, do you really want the Coke dealer to know where you live? Nope. So that's why you go get your Coke on your own. Not saying you in particular, but people right. in general. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, he could have probably brought, got somebody brought in. But in the essence of being Robert Kraft and probably your closest people don't know that you're catching happy endings from an Asian hooker, you don't bring that shit home. You know what well, I mean? And, and you know what? You bring up, you bring up a valid point. In, in the not wanting to know and, you know, in the day of non-disclosure agreements, I mean, Stormy Daniels. Yeah, there you go. So, so yeah, you know, I, I didn't think about it from that aspect. I thought about it as, all right, you have a private jet and you went to a strip mall in Florida. And and if I remember correctly, he's dating like a 39-year-old chick. I wouldn't. She's a hard nine. I wouldn't doubt it. But you got to think about this, too. As fucking popular as Robert Kraft is, I'm almost willing to fucking bet a good percentage of Americans, you show them a picture of Robert Kraft and they have no fucking idea who he is. So, Robert, think about Joe Biden. Exactly. Yeah. Put Robert (laughs) Kraft in a regular pair of khakis, an old granddad polo shirt, and some fucking Steph Curry twos and send him in a strip mall. And you're not going to fucking say shit to him because you don't know who the fuck he is. This is <laughs> we're talking about a guy who hangs out. Think about it. Putin has Robert Kraft's uh, third Super Bowl ring. Yeah. Did you know that? Like, yeah, that was when he went and uh, took the visit. Exactly. Now, a lot of people, for some reason, I don't know. Nobody said it to me, but I said it to a lot of people. What the fuck was Robert Kraft doing hanging out with Putin to get close enough to where he just kept his Super Bowl ring? You see what I'm saying? Things of yeah. that nature. So this is a very important man. You don't bring Asian hookers to the crib. You know, you just can't. So him getting caught up is like, I mean, ladies, I mean, if you get mad I, at this point, I, you know, if you, if you know Penrose right now, then you should not kind of don't give a shit. But I'm not mad that the dude got a hooker. You know what I mean? Like, who, he's a fucking billionaire, dude. Like, why not? Yeah, and- and and I don't even know that it was so much a hooker. I, th- I think it was just like a rub and tug. Right. He is, he didn't even fuck. He probably got sucked off. Like I I I think it was a handy. Even better. That's yeah. my thing. Like why are we make? We're only making a big deal out of this. When the people who are making a big deal out of this are only making a big deal out of it because it's like it's like that chick that got all A's in high school and was the head fucking cheerleader and was a fucking virgin. And then when you find out that one time in 10th grade at a party when she got way too fucking drunk, she did some lesbian shit with this one girl and everybody blew it out of fucking fortune. Yeah. Thought of it. <laughs> yeah. They that hated shit. that girl so much that, oh, we found some dirt on her. 
And then, you know, now she's the slut of the school because she got her clit licked by the fucking butchy chick on a fucking field hockey team. <laughs> like, stop. No, she's not a bad person. Shit happens. You know what I'm saying? You're yeah. fucking walking around with herpes at 16 and you're laughing at the girl who had a great experience? Shut the fuck up. Stop. Yeah, it, it, and it's always that girl that makes up the... Uh, you know, the story that circulates around every high school, you know, the right right when you go back for the, you know, fall semester and it's, hey, did you hear about so-and-so? Yeah, she got, yeah, I heard she fucked a corn dog and got it stuck. The paramedics had to, you know, exactly. have do surgery or whatever. Right. No, you just want to take take the attention away from your itchy cooch. Shut the fuck right. up. <laughs> That's all that is. People trying to blame, people trying to make this Robert Kraft shit big had herpes since they were 16. Right, right. They, they, they want to, they want to make other people clap for us, a, a, you know, a comment on Facebook or Instagram when indeed it's actually them who has the clap. Exactly. And exactly. Like, oh, oh, I, 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 I got to make sure Robert Kraft gets the draws. <laughs> Robert, Robert Kraft, man, definitely gets draws of the week for me. Like, I mean, that's like it's inspirational. Think about it. Like, I, again, I'm not saying that. Because a lot of people tried to make it about the human trafficking thing. So let me touch on that really quick. I definitely don't agree with human trafficking. I'm not saying that anybody should be forced into doing anything that they don't want to do. But at the same motherfucking time, I'm almost willing to bet he before he pulled out however he paid, you know, his method of payment. I'm pretty sure he didn't look at her and go, hey, have you been kidnapped? Are you are you sure? <laughs> are you telling me the truth here? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So from that standpoint, I mean... Human trafficking is wrong. I'm glad from that, from that standpoint. Okay, look at this, motherfuckers. Robert Kraft actually, by getting a hand in, uh, a hand job, saved a bunch of people. Yeah. This yeah, is Robert it, Kraft. Somebody it, knew who the fuck he was. Somebody yeah. was wondering, like, why the fuck is the same shit you said? Why the fuck is Robert Kraft coming to a fucking strip mall in South Florida? Why? Yeah. And and the thing is that undercover agent that was watching the video, huge Rams fan. <laughs> is this a fact? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, <laughs> Boy, wouldn't that be some shit? That would be some shit. He's sitting, he's sitting there. He's got his Jared Goff jersey on, and he's you know fast forwarding through. And he, Wait a fuck. Back Wait, that up, Tim. Fucking minute, right? <laughs> Back it up. That's Robert fucking Kraft. All right. Look, Brady might have got a ring, but we're taking him down. Look, the whole time this wasn't even about human trafficking. They've been trying to catch this drug lord who just so happens to be doing deals next door and a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and the dude watching the video being a Rams fan saw Robert Kraft going to a motherfucking <laughs> massage parlor in South Florida and was like, hold the fuck up. And, and the sad part is he only put the camera in there because he wanted to see some titties. Again, he was watching the Coke dealer next door, but he was like, you know, this this is, you know, one of three Asian women with large breasts. Right. <laughs> so you know, let me uh, let me let me zoom in and get, wait a minute. He's he's got a Super Bowl ring on. Right. <laughs> and his hair is is the perfect white white suit <laughs> flick that only Robert Graff could hold. Like, wait, is that is that a cloudy spot on the camera? or Is it a perfectly quaffed NFL owner's head? Hold on, let me check. <laughs> Oh shit, it's Bob. Listen, Robert Kraft has quite possibly the best set of fucking old man hair. Listen, if you're an old white guy, you should be trying to get your hair to look like Robert Kraft. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna Agreed. Fuck, he has like, his hair is like, yeah, bitch, I'm a billionaire's hair confidence. It's not the best hairdo, but it looks like, 
his hairdo kind of says, bitch, come at me. What, what do you want to yeah. do about this? Like, I'm Robert Kraft. What are you going to do? And, and he sees these, you know, hair club for men commercials and he just scoffs. Right. Right. You know, he's like, <laughs> get rid of my gray. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? Listen, man. You know how many young chicks be like, oh, my God, I love a silver fox. Like, I almost can't wait to get old. Like, yeah. shit. I'm black, though, so I'm never going to get old. Shout out to that. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> Look, I, you, you've seen it. I'm already working the gray. So, uh, you know, every now and then I just got to get it cut a little bit because it's, you know, gray on the side. It's not so much on the top yet, but. I mean, your gray yeah. doesn't look bad, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you, know, you don't have, like, that old man gray. Like, there's a lot of guys our age that I've seen guys our age that I swore was, like, way fucking older. Oh, yeah. Like, a lot of people just don't age well. You know what I mean? Black, white, indifferent. Just some people just age like shit. Exactly. You're like, you're like, how old is this person? Oh, you got, I don't know, 45, 50? No, they're 32. Shut the fuck up. And this motherfucker, not- he sat next to you in math class in 11th grade. How do you think he's 55? Have you looked at him? Right. This motherfucker's skin is sagging worse than fucking old porn star tits. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta stop this shit, man. Like, this, this motherfucker's got the underarm of Fat Bastard from the Austin Powers movie. Exactly. Like, like you got the shaky underarm. Like, that's not okay. Like, yeah, he's he's got he's got the turkey neck like somebody cut his Achilles. How do you have the underarm? Like, if you're, I don't know, man, dudes, don't get me wrong. And this is not talking about anybody because clearly I just said big people with confidence rock. But let's get to this underarm thing. I'm almost <laughs> like understanding women with it because just naturally, especially if you're a large breasted woman, women just retain, their bodies retain more fat than ours does. You know what I mean? And depending on how you live your life, fat got to go to certain places. But yeah. gentlemen, 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 gentlemen. Like and and let's just let's let's just slightly touch on something here really quick. Right. I'm so sick of you fat fucking stomach hanging down to your knees, haven't seen your penis and cleaned it correctly in like five month fat motherfuckers demanding that these women get skinny and do something with themselves. First off, I'm not mad at wanting anybody to be healthy. If you think your old lady is getting a little out of shape and you feel like y'all should have that conversation, cool. But how dare you attempt to have this conversation with her while smoking a pack of Newports and eating fucking ice cream at late at night? Like, shut the fuck up. Like, that shit sucks. I just had to get that off my chest. I hate dudes like that. Yo. I hate well, and, and like that general, but. I can say, and that's just, like, highest level projection possible. Yeah. You know, I, I want to lose 60 pounds because I've had Dunlap's disease... Which, if you don't know, of course, is where Dunlap over your fucking belt. Exactly. You know, you, you, you'd you love to jerk off, but again, you haven't seen your cock in years. Right. You can't even find you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you flip through a, a Playboy or you, you know, you go to a, whatever your favorite porn site is on the Internet and you don't know if you're aroused. <laughs> you think you are. It feels like you are, but you can't put a visual confirmation to it. You slightly feel a... a, a... <laughs> you slightly feel a little bit of pressure in your underbelly. <laughs> right, right. Well, Something, something's pushing it up, and there's not enough blood flow to your left arm, so it's getting numb. And you're like, "What the fuck's going on?" I've, I've heard this is an erection, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> but how it's, do I, it's how do I find it? Yeah, and it, and it's when that guy looks at his girl 
you know, 60 days after giving birth to twins and says, right. hey, babe, I need you to tighten it back up. Right. Yeah, man. It's like, right. first, first of all, you're blowing it because uh, obviously about, I don't know, 11, 12 months ago, you got lucky enough for somebody to fuck you. Right. Real shit. You know? You want that to happen again, you need to shut the fuck up. Right, right. But and, and you know what? The people that, that are big and they don't turn around and, you know, not even necessarily shame, but just say, hey, look, you need to do this without taking a look in the mirror. Right. You know, those those are the ones that obviously don't have the confidence. No, of course not. A lot of man, I've noticed like a lot of bigger dudes and and I'm going to speak on men just because we're men and, you know, I try not to speak on things that I don't know about. But <laughs> I know there's a lot of bigger dudes that talk a lot of shit about women. And that's exactly what it is. They don't have no confidence. Like, yep. Like people, I like, like you know, I've noticed that people hate to see. If you're in a situation where you feel like you're like you should be getting some type of attention and you're not, and you notice that somebody else get that 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 attention, some people naturally get upset. And I don't. I mean, I don't get it. I just feel like if I'm not getting that attention, that shit wasn't meant for me. You know what I mean? Like every right. every blessing is not for you, but a lot of people feel like like so when a big person or, or not a big person, but <clears throat> those fat dudes with no confidence that talk a lot of shit is because that a lot of times they're in situations. It's almost like that guy who goes who goes to work and is the shitty manager because he has no authority in his house. You see right. what I'm saying? That fat dude is talking shit and being shitty to maybe a plus size girl or being shitty to his girl. Period. Due to the fact that in real life, nobody fucking respects you. Yep. You get no respect in the streets. So now you come home and try to take it out on her. No, fat fuck. Get your shit together. It's simple, <laughs> yo. It's simple math when it comes to men, yo. I Like I said, I'm not going to speak on what women go through because I never have been one and never will be. But when it comes to men, yo, it's simple shit. Like, you and I both know. Like, you know the flaws that you got. Are you really about to sit back and be like, no, I can't go out today because of whatever the fuck you're feeling? Nah, you know you got a family, you got to go take care of shit. I feel like when it comes to women, however they deal with that shit is how they deal with it. When it comes to men, you and I both know, like I just said, you're going to either A, you're going to eat that shit and be like, it's like Cat Williams said when he was like, men at 13, we figure that shit out at 13. You look in the mirror, I got a big nose. Fuck it. I got a big nose. I got to keep fucking moving. I'm not about to let that shit bother me. But then you got certain pussy ass men that's like, oh, I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't control the situation or I can't change this shit into what I want it to be. And so since I can't and everybody doesn't like me, now I'm going to be a dickhead. Fuck you, bro. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Fuck. So, so you touched on the, uh, when we were talking about uh, Robert Kraft going back, I don't know, like 20 minutes ago. Who fucking cares? Um, uh the the trafficking right um so i i of course i've read a couple articles and and i'll be honest with you i have not been on twitter as much lately because uh -huh. reddit has been way more fucking fun okay <laughs> um i mean just like some of the some of the ones i subscribe to like uh you know there's there's a confessions one i i think i covered it on rantyville last week where the girl was like hey i got fired from my job so i just have like random junk mail i sign them up and i send it there <laughs> and i'm like i, I mean, can only it, imagine if somebody's like hey let's get that uh you know let's find a, a i don't know a, a, a sex toy catalog right and send it and, to you and yeah, you yeah. know put put the guy that fired me his name on it and have it sent to the office that that's yeah. actually pretty fucking funny 
Yeah, it is. And and that's again shit like that and then the uh, the furnace party. Oh my god, I can't wait to go to that fucking shit show. A furnace party. Yeah. There's a Oh my god. Yeah, it, this this letter circulated around Philadelphia and some people caught shots of this dude with like their doorbell cameras, which uh-huh. is a huge fucking thing and I don't understand why. But anyhow, um because somebody it, told them it was safe. Yeah, yeah, they were like, "Oh, see, see how these uh, people break into your house, you know, when the sun is up, right. and it's one o'clock in the afternoon in eighty. Right? It's like, look, all your neighbors are outside washing their cars. They'll realize when a you know fucking broke down El Camino pulls up, and they're like, uh, mm. we're we're here to install Dish Network. No, you right? Not. Fuck out of here. You don't even have post hole diggers. Shut the fuck up. Sure. But uh, yes, yeah, wild looking guy, and drop these letters." Like all through this neighborhood in Philadelphia, talking about uh, all the food in your body uh, is still in your body since first grade. Uh, just really fucking obscure. And then the only way to save yourself is to burn yourself and mix it with metal and become a steel statue. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> right, right. Like, oh. you, you you could have, like, some Bob Marley shit going on right now and be like, whoa, whoa, what? Right. What the hold, fuck? Hold right. the fuck up. Right. <laughs> fuck? And so now, at the end of this letter, it's, like, April 27th, 12 o'clock, there will be a meeting at this vacant lot in Philadelphia about building the furnace, and we're going to need some bulldozers and some furnace equipment. And then at the very bottom, it just says, do attend. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it is the fucking weirdest thing I've seen in a long time. It's in massive circulation. And, I mean, there's there's people that, I mean, they've gone out and they've made T-shirts. There's fucking sign-up geniuses floating around. You know, <laughs> you go to Facebook or whatever, and there's like, you know, oh, 5,000 people are attending and, you know, 2 million are interested. You're like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you gotta love, you gotta love the world we live in, man. Yeah, yeah. It. We have but, we have definitely reached a new way of living. But go ahead, my bad. Yeah, and and I won't say it's a high or a low because it has yet to be established. Right. <laughs> but uh, in in reading this craft article about this parlor he went to, it 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 kind of caught me once I read it and I thought about it. Uh-huh. But uh, there's there was a lot of talk of the potential for indentured servitude in places like this. Right. Where. People have been brought over, uh, not necessarily of the legal means, and not necessarily just from the southern border. Um, you know, it could be a boat coming in from the west coast, like Lethal Weapon 4 or whatever. Right. And these people are literally working their, you know, their debt to, I guess, the equivalent of a coyote. They're, they're working it off in massage parlors and, like, this particular one pointed to, like, China, a chain of Chinese restaurants in their area. And it's like, yeah, you know, I go in there and it's the same girl at the desk for, you know, three months and then she's gone and then it's another girl and it's like three months exactly every time. And I'm like, you, know, you, right. you would think, you know, maybe it's a family business or something like that. But, right. You know, then you're like, wait, and I mean, it makes sense. It does. I, I, I don't have anything to back it up, but the conjecture is pretty well in line. And. And, I mean, America's the great. if you really think about it, this is the greatest fucking cover-up of all times. If you're going to come somewhere and, especially just in the sense of 
typically we we are now used to if you go into a certain establishment you already expected to be run by Asians and then especially depending on where you live you know what I'm saying yeah you walk into a massage parlor a nail shop <laughs> a Chinese restaurant yada 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 you're expected to be run by an Asian person also right. like we were talking um uh before the show language barrier doesn't allow you to know or to to even pay attention to certain things yeah. that may be going on or may not be going on. You see what I'm saying? If you, you walk up into if you right now walk into a black owned place or I walked into a white owned place, whether we knew the people or not, you can still understand the vibe because A, we understand the language and B, we just whether you know or understand each other's culture, you grew up around it enough to know whether certain shit is good or bad at the moment. You see what I'm saying? Right. right. So I feel like, you know, in that sense, the, uh, I don't know, that kind of fucks shit up too. Like, I kind of trail yeah. right there, my bad. Yeah, like, I, I don't <laughs> know for sure if she's saying, you know, don't spit in this guy's food, he's okay. Right. Or if the guy in the back is saying, hey, you better hurry the fuck up or I'm sending you back to Beijing. Exactly, exactly. You know, I, I don't know. And I, Right, and that, that's my bad. That's where I was going with it as well, like. Because we, because of the language barrier and things of that nature. Yeah. You're, like if I walked into a place, dude, it's easy for the little girl to be like, help me, motherfucker. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, 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 you know, but if I walk into a place where I don't understand the language or you understand that somebody's, you know what I mean? Like you said, they could be being controlled. Maybe they're working off of debt, yada, yada, yada. You see random faces changing. You think, oh, okay, maybe this is family owned, like you said, because again, we don't understand the culture. If I went into a white-owned establishment and it looks like this little girl is these people's daughter, and then every three months they have a new daughter, I probably understand there's some fucking weird <laughs> going on. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's a, it's some R. Kelly shit going on. Fuck R. Kelly, man. <sighs> yeah, and, and, and listen, people, listen. If you don't listen, the other day <clears throat> I was at uh at my place of employment and. At my place of employment, we play very loud music at certain times, and uh, we get the party going. And R. Kelly came on. Now, on, on Fridays, we have a live band, right? And on when that live band takes its set, <clears throat> I'm sorry, it's break between sets, of course, they turn on uh, just DJ music or whatever. Now, yeah. at my job, we do not endorse nor play R. Kelly any way, shape, form, or fashion. But on this certain night, these people, when they turned on their DJ playlist while they took their break, R. Kelly came on and I saw people fucking go nuts in a very good way. Like they were excited to hear this. And I'm like, yo, motherfuckers is really trying to make a big deal out of Robert Kraft getting his dick jerked off and like, oh, my God, human trafficking. Again, I'm not saying human trafficking is right, but I'm pretty sure he didn't ask for fucking ID. But <laughs> fucking... R. Kelly is a known child rapist who named himself the Pied Piper. And if you don't know the story of the Pied Piper, go look at the fuck up. And motherfuckers were still endorsing this dude and buying albums and going to concerts. And we really needed a documentary to tell us like he was a monster. No, like, that's, that's the thing. Like like documentaries now are are the trial. Yeah, I see. I you know. That's what yeah, people even even, make their even mind. With Michael Jackson. I mean, Michael Michael's been gone for a while, but now this uh, what is it? Leaving Neverland comes out, and everybody's like, oh, he oh he did this and he did that, and 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 then the same shit. You know, we're rehashing Ted Bundy, and yeah. you know, and then R. Kelly comes out, and it's like, all right, maybe we should look at this. 
Yeah. You know, we had we had suspicions 15 years ago that, you know, he was tapping Aaliyah. But, it, but you it, know, nobody didn't say, nobody said a, anything. But there was already a video, though. There was already a video before these videos, and that's the shit that gets me, is that, don't get me wrong, I'm not going to lie, dude. I was one of the hugest R. Kelly fans fucking ever. I'm not going to fucking lie. But when that shit happened and you find out that all of that shit was true, your moral compass has to be set one way or the next. And I can never yeah. imagine, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I couldn't be the dude that's supporting a guy that we know for sure has sex with underage girls. And that's right. what I didn't get is people that are like, oh, well, he didn't, he didn't do it to my family. It wasn't nobody in my family that happened to. How does that make it okay? It doesn't make it okay anyway, shape, form, or fashion. And yet, it's not somebody that it happened to in your family, but you're fucking upset at Robert Kraft for getting his dick jerked off by some girl he didn't know was kidnapped. Right. But, it, but it's okay for R. Kelly to fuck underage girls. Fuck out of here, man. I mean, it, at least Chappelle had the decency to check for ID and get grandma and all that. Exactly. You know? And, and that's that's the other thing, too. Like, this documentary comes out, and I'm like, fuck, where have I seen this before? Right. Oh, wait a minute. I think it was like season one of Chappelle's show. That's where I saw it in like fucking 03. Exactly. You know? How you do, man? But no, like the video that came out, There's a, there was a video that actually came out of him fucking the little girl. Like it was, it made the news and everything. And that's why I don't understand why people are just now like, oh, like this shit happened way back in like when R. Kelly made, when Chappelle made that video, that was like, what, two months after it actually happened? A year after it actually happened? Some shit? I know it was in yeah. that year. Well, he first, yeah, it was close. It was close. Yeah, and then and then the motherfucker gets caught, and he puts out a gospel album, and everybody's like, "Oh, he's okay." Fuck that, man. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I mean, and, and I mean, the bail was what a hundred grand? Yeah, a million? No, the bail was a million. Million, yeah. And you couldn't come up with a hundred G's. Well, right, yeah, exactly. I mean, and you're yeah. R. Kelly, yeah. It's because you're in fucking yeah. debt, dude. He staged his own house robbery. Come on, he staged yeah. the house robbery for the insurance money. Like nobody get, nobody comes home to their house being totally emptied out, and they're just like, with a video, like, man, did you see what they did to me? Like you're gonna be distraught if you're that fucking rich and you come home and your house is empty. You're gonna be so fucking upset. Not well, that's just, why he's a fucking singer and not an actor. This dude, right? He's just like, oh man, they took everything. No, <laughs> you took everything, R. Kelly, and tried to yeah. hide that shit. You fucking, and, uh, I hate that dude. And, and probably paid for the fucking storage unit with a credit card. Exactly. You know. Exactly. I hate that dude yeah. so much, so much. Yeah, it's it's just shitty. It's and and again, here we are, years later, and it takes a documentary for people to go. Uh, we should look at this again. Right. You know, oh, oh, and, and again, the documentary has become the trial. Right. Because now it's, oh, well, let's watch. And I didn't watch any of the court proceedings or anything. I have better shit to do with my life. Right. But, you know, I can just imagine that they're like, all right, we're going to we're going to start at 38 minutes here and we're going to play 15 minutes of this uh, video and then we're going to let the jury decide. Right. You know, and, and again, I don't even know if we got a fucking jury trial. Who knows? Who knows, right? I don't know what, what what's going on with this dude. I just kind of feel like, excuse me, his celebrity is like saving him. Like I feel like the dude should just be under the jail. Yeah. Like interesting, yeah. real shit. Not not taking anything away from the whole Bill Cosby thing, but 
everybody, all those women came out and said Bill Cosby did what he did, right? And immediately, right. he the, the world persecuted him before he was even prosecuted. And mm-hmm. rightfully so. If the man did what all those women said he did, he deserves what the fuck he got. But right. uh, I've never seen a video of Bill Cosby raping nobody. I ain't never had, you know what I mean, uh, a bunch of little girls' parents come and say that Bill Cosby kidnapped their kids and brainwashed them and da 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 right? But we still just persecuted Bill and threw his ass in jail and yada, yada, yada. And then we gave him a trial and prosecuted him and kept his ass in jail even longer. And now... Yeah. R. Kelly, you know what I'm saying? This motherfucker has a sex cult. You got parents, like, pleading to the cops, yo. And now these girls, because now they're over the age of 18, even though they've been in this cult since they were teenagers, and they're like, nah, I don't want to come home. They're adults now, so it's like, oh, you can't say shit about it. But it's like, we know that this shit is going on. It's like you're you're allowing this man to just, like, traffic little girls. And right and on on a grand stage, and it's it's like it's sad, bro. Like we we live in a very fucked up place. Like I know we just kind of trailed off topic, but that shit is sad. Yo, that R. Kelly shit is sad. That shit is sad as fuck. If all yeah, you and motherfuckers, see, and, and that's the best part about R. this Kelly. show is we just go anywhere. Yeah, if you support R. Kelly, man, like suck an AIDS dick, real shit. <laughs> just gonna be real. Just gonna be real. Like that shit. Go get a HIV HJ. Yeah. Fuck yeah. AIDS patient yeah. and enjoy. Yeah. Well, and 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 there 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 are a lot of shitty people out there. I mean, not just R. Kelly, and you know, not and you know, I can't even I can't even throw Robert Kraft in with that. You know, that's that's a whole another animal. Whole another thing. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it's it's the same thing as people being like, oh well, you know, people who find Spike Lee offensive but love Robert Polanski. Kiss my ass, bro. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, people just want to make excuses for the people they... Like, if you make excuses for those people, it's because somewhere deep down in your moral in your moral soul, you're like that. Or something like that has happened to you, yeah. or you, you embrace it somehow. You're not going to tell me that you support a, a, a known child rapist. You're going to buy his music and go to his concerts and all of it. A known child fucking rapist. And we're just like, oh yeah, it's cool. Fuck that, bro. Right. Fuck that. Right. It's 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 like a white person who says, "Oh my God, I love Django Unchained," <laughs> but then they see Black Klansman on the on demand, and they're like, "Oh no, that's a Spike Lee movie. I can't watch that. I can't watch this shit. It's so fucking racist." No. Like, so yeah, fuck that. Spike Lee is racist. Do you know how many times the N bomb was dropped in Django? Way too many. Listen, by a white director it, and writer. Quentin Tarantino has probably dropped the word. The, the, the anywhere more than fucking any fucking black fucking producer director in the history of filmmaking. Yeah, I mean, yeah. shit, it goes all the way back to Pulp Fiction. Exactly. And the sad part yeah. is just saying that you're using it for the sense of creativity. And and, and then that's the, that's the beautiful and the fucked up part about art is because who can argue that? Because if you don't hear the yeah. man use it in, in his personal life, if you've never caught him on camera using it himself, who the fuck can argue that? Maybe he wants to say nigga a lot, and that's the only way he can get it out. Yeah, very true. <laughs> he, that's that's his mask. You never know. Exactly. You never know. You never know. Maybe Quentin Tarantino's blackface is his movies. Well, and 
Well, I was just going to say, speaking speaking of shitty people, you know, before we formally started the show, um, you, know, you were talking about some shitty people or shitty person that you dealt with uh, at your place of employment. Uh, was it the rant ran up a big tab and, and didn't tip? Let's so, let's let's get the full story on this. All right, all right. So, um, I'm into other things, but I'm still into. Uh, the uh the bar life or whatnot, right? So I'm a light on the weekends. So I'm at the bar and I'm working and I get a couple that comes in, they sit down and they're you know, they're doing the thing, food here, a couple drinks there, they're responsible, right? And so I'm like, yo, you guys need anything? They look like they're about to leave. I'm like, you need anything else? They're like, nah, actually we're waiting on our friends. I'm like, cool. So their friends come along. Now, while their friends, like right before their friends get there, <clears throat> I serve somebody a couple of Astro Pop shots, right? Right. So um, they see the Astro Pop shots and they're like, shit, what are those? And I'm like, yo, remember Bomb Pops when we were kids? And like, yeah, I'm like, that's that's what it is. It tastes like a Bomb Pop. They're like, cool. They're ordering them, right? So two for him, two for his wife. They like them. Their friends get there. This dude's ordering rounds, ordering rounds, ordering rounds, ordering rounds. So his friend decides to play Big Willie with him, and he's ordering rounds, ordering rounds, ordering food, ordering rounds. Everybody's having a great fucking time. Make a long story short, it's time to go. Everybody wants individual checks. This one guy, the first couple, I think their bill was like 120 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And this other guy, his bill was 190 right? So he's looking at the bill, and he's like, you know, you see it in his face, and I'm like, all right, I see what this is about to be. <laughs> this so, is about to be the struggle. Right. So the the wife from the first couple pulls me to the side, and she's like, yo, do me a favor. She's like, that whole last two rounds, take it off of me. Actually, it was just the last round. I'm sorry. She says, take that off of them and put it on us. Cool. So she just took $40 off your tab, right, and put it on them. Yes, Everybody cashes out. They tip. The first couple tip. The second couple doesn't. And so I'm looking at the fucking tab and I'm like, maybe there's money. Maybe it fell on the floor. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? It's busy as fucking here. Like, there's people everywhere. So I'm like, I'm looking. And so since I don't see the money, I do something that you don't do in the service industry, but I was kind of pissed. And I saw him walk outside and I approached him and I was like, excuse me. I was like, yo, so you wrote zero on the tip line. He's like, yeah. I was like, did you leave money on the floor? Did you drop it? Did you? And he's like, nah. And I was like, well, why didn't you tip? I'm like, did you not have a good time? Did you not enjoy yourself? You know what I mean? I'm literally trying to be respectful, like trying to understand because you yeah, literally you're not, you're ran up almost right 200 bucks and then your friends took 40 of that off for you. You know what I mean? And you still didn't tip. And this motherfucker literally looks me in my face and says, I'm furloughed right now. Don't be offended. What the fuck did you just say to me? What? That's bullshit. I don't give a fuck about your furlough. I don't. I'm going to be real. If you were furloughed, I do give a fuck that you were furloughed in the sense that the government shitted on y'all and I was 100% horribly wrong. But if you're furloughed and you're out spending $200 at the bar, suck my dick. Fuck you. Like, don't give me that shit. Like, motherfuckers act like, yo... Dear customer, stop coming into places of fucking retail and acting like we are fucking pushovers, like we your slaves. Like, 
Like, we just decided to work into, in this business just to be there for you. All right, motherfucker, certain people just good at certain shit. You know what I mean? And actually, the thing about being retail is not being good at retail. It's actually being good at dealing with people. Because you fuck faces couldn't halfway deal with half of the emotional shit that y'all push off on us. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Like and that and so I said all of that to say like that shit pissed me off. Don't go into an establishment, yo. Like real shit, especially a place where you you the the customary form of payment is to tip. If you can't tip, yo, if you can't tip twenty percent, if you can't take that decimal and move that shit to the left one time, and then multiply that by two and be able to pay that on top of your bill, then don't fucking go out. Just don't do Agreed. it. Like, 100% agree. Those people live off of that shit. Yo, imagine people who do that shit 100% of their time. People live off that shit. Stop fucking shitting on people, man. And, and, and the other thing that tells you, that's someone who has never done that job. Yeah. Never. And they because they, they would know that you're really working for $2.13 plus tips. This shit doesn't fuck up. I don't know why I didn't do that to begin with. My bad, man. No, you're good. You're good. It actually, it actually happens more than people think. I'm just really good at editing. Good, good deal. Oh. Sorry if I'm all over the place. No, no, no. Again, that's that's what this show is about. We literally just we might start with something that we talked about and it just goes. For sure. Because because in all honesty, the couch party is it's the equivalent of just sitting on the couch. And just chatting with your friends. Kicking it with your friends. You're right. You know? Who who knows where the fuck it goes? Right. That's it. It's the best. And, and it, it's the best way to have it. It really is. You know, it, it, there's, there's some shows that I've done in the past where I have, like, fucking eight pages of an outline taped up in front of me. Right. And I'm just like, fuck, man, this is work. Right. This this <laughs> format, this way, man, this shit is fun. Yeah. It is fun. Um. And but yeah, I mean that's you know it it even goes back to that uh, you know to that scene in, in Waiting. I, I'm sure you remember that movie, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. Of course, it's one of my favorite and, movies. Yeah, and the little uh, you know the little pansy one goes out and he's like, oh yeah, hey here, take your two dollars and sixty cents or whatever, because you look like you needed a lot more. But then I do right. Yeah. Yeah, and and then the shit gets flipped on him at the end. He's like, hey man, you know you, you left like ninety dollars and change, and he's like, yeah, you look like you need it. You know more than I do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, oh, fuck. And I mean, obviously, fuck. that's not what happened this time around. It was just a fucking dick bag. Yeah. You know, who thinks that going out and getting drunk while you're furloughed is a, a great idea. Right. You know, fuck, fuck right. the mortgage. Right. You know? Fuck the mortgage. Fuck the fact that you've already been shut down for, like, I think at that time when that happened, they were probably out of work for, like, three weeks already. Oof. And it was like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what yeah. are you thinking? Yeah, it's like you didn't even say, "Look, I'm furloughed. I'll come back and tip you." Like I'd even take that lie. Right. You, you just know? tried to fuck the fuck out and just fuck me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. and 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 the only thing I will give them is that they didn't try and fucking uh, drink and dash. No, right. At least he paid his bill, but it was just like you made your friends look bad, you made yourself look bad, and then and then the the, the best part about it all is that 
they tried to dog walk me on Facebook. And for people who don't understand what dog walking is, when you walk a dog, what do you do? You're literally walking that fucking dog. The dog does what you say. Yep. So they tried to get on Facebook and they tried to talk shit about me. Is what I'm, in essence is what I'm saying. And, oh, he came after us. He did this. He did that. And everybody that responded on Facebook was like, yeah, y'all are fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you ran up there $200 tab. Of course, you were supposed to fucking tip them. Yep. And I ended up seeing the couple that did tip. I ended up seeing them again. And that's that's actually how I found out about it because I don't use Facebook. I think Facebook is a, a tool of the devil. So I don't fuck with it. But um, not not really. You religious nuts out there. Not really. Yeah. So don't at me. But anyway. But um, in, in all honesty, I think we all avoid Facebook because it's unoriginal. Yes, exactly. You know, there you're, you go. you're, you're constantly putting something original on, on Twitter. You know, IG you know, on the show and, you know, I'm doing very much the same thing. So when I see, you know, the same post, you know, and, it, and it's been reposted and, and you see like six people underneath it, you're like, wow. Right. right. Like I need to unfollow these six unoriginal people. Unoriginal motherfuckers. Exactly. Yeah, Cause their, their shit is just like, Oh, Oh, that's, Oh, that's, that's inspirational. Share. Right. Oh, right. Oh, Yo, this recipe so for enchiladas looks great. Share. Dude, I, I don't I'm so tired of the fake inspiration, man. Oh, like, God. Stop it, please. Like, if you're going to be inspiring, be inspiring. But inspire me with something that you're doing, not your fucking retweets of memes and shit. Like, stop it. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, a funny meme? Yeah, share that shit. Oh, yeah. All day. Share the funny shit all day. Yeah. But, like, and I'm not saying don't share the inspirational shit. But we all know that person that's like sharing this shit. It's like tomorrow's a brighter day, and yet like you just slashed your fucking like girlfriend's tires, or like, <laughs> <laughs> you're constantly arguing with your mom, but you're posting the you know I'm a hang in there. Fuck, you got the cat hanging on yeah. the fucking out of the bed. Shit, you're like stop it. <laughs> your life sucks. Stop it. We it's, know it. And and then it's the the equivalent of you know. Your your post on Saturday is oh my god you know went out with the girls had a great time and you see a different drink in their hand and they're that one that ran up a hundred and fifty dollar tab exactly but then, yeah but then by Tuesday they've got to go fund me for like you know to go get custody of their child dude yo yo I'm, listen I swear to God <laughs> all right so I'm not. I'm, I clearly can never say where I work now because right. <laughs> there's a girl at my place of employment. Oh, God, that, okay, go. so we had these uh, we had these cards, right? Our job gave us these cards, these fifty percent off cards. Mm-hmm. But you can literally come in there at any time of the fucking day, as long as you brought somebody with you that did not work there and get fifty percent off of everything. Oh, no damn. matter what fucking time of day it was, even if you came in there on happy hour times, my dude, you get your happy hour check cut in half with it. And it was to, Y'all you hiring? know, right. <laughs> <laughs> and so we had a, uh, we had a Christmas party and, uh, it was an ugly sweater party, which I, I won technically, but they gave me second place due to the fact that they gave first place to this dude that, uh, it was like, I don't know. He had something wrong. He had like came back. He had almost died. So they were like, oh yeah, give him first place. Any fucking way. Point being is this. We're at the party and this girl runs up. There's this table full of like gotta be like 15, 16 people. 
Mm-hmm. This girl runs up a nine hundred seven dollar tab. Damn. And get it cut in half. We're down to four fifty, and she's looking at these people like, yo, like, you know what I'm saying? Where's everybody's money? She throws up two fifty herself. She doesn't have the rest of the money nor a fucking tip. And that's when she starts with the, oh yeah, I don't know this person, and they weren't on my bill. Make a long story short, they end up snatching her card away for her, so she couldn't do that shit anymore. They had to take care of the tab themselves. So my store lost money, but mm. uh, in essence, this same chick is now locked the fuck up due to the fact that she didn't have enough money to pay the child support that she's been on back on her two oh. fucking kids. And literally, right the fuck now, I'm going to try to find it for you. And once we get off the air, I'll give it to you so you can see it. But there's a go fucking fund me that she had set up in order to try to raise it. Oh, my God. I hope there's only 12 fucking dollars on there. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Dude, I laughed so fucking hard. Holy I'm like, shit. bro, you literally spend all your money on alcohol and fucking hanging out. And yet you, you, you're so behind on child support that you started to go fund me. Get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, well, you know, the only thing that can just just top that kind of stupidity is Thunderdome. Always. Always. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, Couch Party brings you Thunderdome. All right. I'm gonna do, I'm going to do this properly. This is Thunderdome. So, uh, as always, our good friend at Florida Man, I think it's at underscore Florida Man, because Florida, I mean, don't, just stop calling it Florida. I went there last year. It's fucking Thunderdome. You know what's sad? And I'm going to let you get to it, for sure. But I want to move back so fucking bad. (laughs) I want to move back so bad. And I know all of this shit, all of those stories are 100% true. But for some reason. To move back so bad, but go ahead. Like I, I seriously think that the onion was inspired by Florida. Probably, uh, all that shit used to come off the onion. It, it probably some of that shit spawned from truth from some shit that happened in Florida. Probably. Yeah. So, <laughs> this one is a uh, headline: is a North Palm businessman says a friend now in custody robbed him of items totaling three hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars. North Palm wow. Beach. Okay. Michael Johnson envisioned Shane Anthony Meal sending those commemorative presidential dollars spiraling down a slot to be converted from $33,000 worth of collectibles to just enough store credit to buy a couple of 12 packs of beer. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, quote, he easily had $33,000 worth and he dumped it in a Coinstar machine. Wow. Uh, says uh, authorities said Meal 40 of Rivera Beach confessed he stole rare rare coins. I'm wondering where in the fuck do you have $33,000 in coins? Yeah. Uh, stole rare coins and other items valued at 350000 from Johnson's North Palm Beach office in December. Meal reportedly said he sold some, then ran many through change machines where he got just face value. <laughs> Now, let me let me just say I I still have coins that I collected when I was a kid. Right. I had a, I had a neighbor growing up who was big in coin collecting and stamps, and you know he was very kind and you know show oh this one this one's worth you know fifty cents, but it's only a penny. And so I was like okay, I will confess, 
I have gone back through those and Googled, like, hey, what is a you know 1908 steel penny with a booger coming out of the nose worth? And it's like, right. oh, it's 22 cents now. Right. This has got to be some fucking coins. Right, to be having, yeah, for you to be up 33 fucking thousand dollars, shit. Yeah. yeah, it says, I was using those coins to help stay alive, says the victim. There's no insurance that covers this kind of thing, really, not at the losses we're talking about. It's put me in a world of hurt, you think? I bet, shit. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, charged with grand theft of more than 100000 along with an unrelated 10-count drug charge. Gee, who would have thought? With a 10-count drug charge? Yeah. So he got charged for this grand larceny, or whatever whatever they booked him as, a grand right. theft. Right. But an unrelated 10-count drug charge. Okay, so obviously he had to have sold some of this shit. Yeah, I mean, he probably he probably sold some of the motherfucking uh, had probably sold some of the coins before putting them in coins. Like, what if Coinstar was his last result? What if that wasn't his initial thought? What if he just got stupid as fuck at the end? Like, oh, I don't know anybody that's gonna motherfucking let me hop this shit off on him. Like, why didn't you think to just try to go to a pawn shop? Yeah, I mean, granted, they're gonna track your ass down, but shit, it beats a Coinstar. Definitely does. Oh, and, and, you know, Coinstar, what do they take, 8 9% right off the top? Because they're not going to put a fucking coin rolling machine in, in Food Lion for free. Right, fuck no. <laughs> you know, so, so you got enough for a couple 12-packs of beer after they took $0.09 cents on the dollar. Oh, oh, right, right. Like, I don't, like, dude couldn't have been thinking. Like, no. None of that makes sense. Like, that entire, the, the the whole thought process makes absolutely no fucking sense. Yeah, and, and, and here's the other thing. If you know, as the victim, that you have $33,000 in coins, right? they're not just sitting in a fucking coffee cup. Real shit. You know, they're that's in a like, safe. They're, they're labeled. Yeah. Yeah, they've, they've, you know, oh, this is coin number five. So this dude had to go and take them out of, you know, dime bags or whatever, or, or protective sleeves even. Right. And then ran them through a fucking coin star. What a fucking idiot. It's fucking yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And and god. and the story runs long, so I'm not gonna read the whole thing. Uh let's see. Uh Mule told he told police he dumped the rest of the collectibles in coin star machines at area grocery stores. Uh, people often trade large stashes of loose coins for store credit minus a fee of as, uh, as much as 11.9%. Now, now I, I will admit, uh, I, I have a huge glass jar that we just dump, you know, coins into, just change from, you know, going to the store or whatever. And right. I, I mean, I had that thing for years. Uh, when me and Mrs. Ranty met, we decided we were going to take a trip. And uh, we also wanted to buy a Wii because, you know, the Nintendo Wii was the hot thing at the time. Right. And uh, I, I cashed in this whole thing, and I had $1,400 in coins. Jesus fucking Christ. I'm not rolling that shit. You can take 9%. That's okay. No. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. But, and I'm not rolling 33000 either, but, I mean, I feel like this has to be, like, a better way. To yeah. get off some stolen fucking coins outside of taking them to a fucking coin start. Yeah, because the, the last line here says, that means if he dropped in the 33 presidential coins, valued at $1,000 each, he got about $29.30. Right. So 33 grand in coin. 
turned to twenty nine bucks. Twenty nine thirty. So the face value is a dollar each. <laughs> but they're really worth a thousand. Dude, that's sort of and then like again thought process. Like, did you really think that the coin star was gonna read the fact that they were valuable coins and they were gonna give you a thousand bucks each? Yeah. It's not like going to the lotto machine and scanning the barcode, and it's like, oh, you actually have a $10 winner when you thought it was 5 Right, right. <laughs> we're going to really give you this $1,000. You did great. Like, no, you fuckface. It's a coin. It read it was a coin. It read it was a dollar coin, and it gave you fucking 90 cents. Like, yeah. come on. Like, stop it. Like, you, you know it communicated with, like, Coinstar's home office and just said, hey, we got a gotcha. Right, right. This guy just dropped a thousand dollar coin. Gotcha, bitch. Gotcha, bitch. Right. <laughs> Immediately. Oh, like, my God. Yeah, that was some stupid shit. That's that's some Thunderdome level shit right there. Extremely Thunderdome level. Indeed. Well, uh, yeah. As as usual, I think Thunderdome wraps up the show. Always. But uh, you know, and and again, we do the couch party uh, to to reach out, you know, reconnect. Get the crew back right. together. Um, right. It's it's wonderful and amazing to have you on again. And uh, as always, I, I, I want everybody to pimp their shit. So uh, let's let's hear again a little bit about where you are, where we can find you. Uh, you know, not in real life, just you know, social right, media. Right. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, um, I know. Go ahead. My bad. Oh no, you're good. You're good. I'm sorry. That was that was an an um bad on my part. Oh okay. No no no. You're good. Um, of course, uh, my social media, catch me on Twitter, at Penrosemes. That's everywhere, P-E-N-R-O-S-E-E-A-M-E-S. Um, my show, Penrose versus Anybody, I, I wouldn't call I guess you can call it a hiatus, but we'll definitely have something else coming for you soon. I'm actually, and look, for all of y'all that love the fact that me and BJ do stuff together, like we're actually about to be uh, unleashing some very, very new, beautiful shit as well very soon. But right now, I'm... Um, uh, my main focus at the current moment is we got the draws, the podcast. I do that with my homie Black Paco. Um, Black Paco is formerly of a uh, DMST. So if you remember, uh, if anybody has ever heard of him, you remember him from those times and you remember he's a funny, funny guy. And so we're doing, we got the draws podcast. You can find that, uh, on SoundCloud right now. For some reason, it's weird. I think iTunes doesn't like me. For some reason, I keep getting random, uh, emails about like metadata and other shit from itunes on why they won't allow me to get on itunes but no, I, I, don't know. I i i think we'll have to fix it again like we fix penrose versus anybody yeah like I, and that's the crazy part i've had like two people um that i know for sure know what the fuck they're doing and still it's like what the fuck and i was gonna call you too about that shit because i don't know i can't figure it out but any fucking way um yeah we got to draw us the podcast man we try to talk about inspirational things we keep it funny we talk about life. We do a lot of inspirational things. Like, at, like for instance, uh, Paco, on his birthday, he actually went to the Women's Center, which he does every year. But he uh, did a, a donation and a drive for the Women's Center in Cleveland, where he's from, you know what I'm saying, just to try to give back, you know what I mean? So it's uh, we try to keep it as, as professional, not as professional, I'm sorry, as funny, but as positive as we can, you know what I mean? And that's really what it's all about. Getting the draws is about making it up that ladder, succeeding and becoming who you want to be. So that and and you know to hear to hear that's what he chose to do with his birthday as opposed to what somebody else chose to do on on a Friday or Saturday night and stiff on a tip. That, right, exactly. That, that does an amazing thing to show the gap 
between you know the 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 self entitlement of people, if you will, and then the selflessness of other people. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, hats off to Paco for doing that. That's that's absolutely incredible. Um, yeah, he's a good dude, man. Yeah, because I mean, some you know, some people would say, "Oh, well, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick this or I'm gonna pick that because it'll it'll get me exposure." You know, yep. we, we, we can go back exactly. to we can go back to fl- the Flint water crisis, you know, right. the election. Oh, well, yeah, we're here for this. We're here. We're going to get this fixed. And you didn't yep. get voted into office and you're like, Flint, what? <laughs> Flint, what? So now I'm not, I don't care about it anymore. Exactly. Yeah. yeah man. It didn't end up benefiting me. So fuck them. Yep. And, and that's how people act. Yep. But, you know, then on the flip, there's people like Paco that'll look at it and go, hey, I- I'm not doing it for the notoriety. Yeah, I'm, it, exactly. I'm doing it for my own spirituality, my own positivity, and to help others succeed and get the draws. Yep, exactly, exactly, and that's what we all about over there. We got the draws, man. It's trying to it's trying to spread positivity and hope it hopefully influence somebody else to be just as positive, you know. That's and and we need more of that. Hey, hopefully, I can spread it. Well, I know you can. Yeah. I know you can. We just, we just we just got to do the couch party a little bit more and get you get some more people listening, some more people for checking sure. it out, and uh, is, that's what we're here for. Exactly. I'm back rolling for good, man. Like I say, I, I got a lot of stuff that's coming. I'm working on so much shit right now, man. Like I feel like, yo, be careful what you ask God for. Be careful. And when I say that, is I'm not complaining about anything that's happening in my life right now, but I ask God for all of this. I'm so fucking busy. With work and podcasting and branding and being a dad and just it is all beautiful shit, but I'm so fucking busy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, man, I got a lot of shit coming and I really can't wait to unleash it. It's just you know, just I just just I don't know, man. I love what's going on. I love all the work I'm doing. I love everybody I'm working with. I love that couch party's back. I just you know, shit's about to shit's about to be dope. So awesome. And and I will be here and we will all be here together to to help it pop you know to to get that get that lift whatever we need to do hey that's how the couch party rolls for sure man and i appreciate that absolutely and uh pen again thank you so much for taking time out um you know to to come back to the relaunch and you know continue to be a a long-standing member of the couch party from from the grime lord days on oh exactly man i'm never gonna leave the couch man like you know and and I mean, you know, of course, in the the figurative sense, I'm never. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm so, never gonna leave the sometimes couch. Sometimes you have a few drinks and you don't want to get off fucking couch. Exactly, literally. man. I, literally, right? I feel like you know, what I mean, even back in those days when you, when you guys first approached us and I got to meet everybody and talking with everybody, it's always been an organic kind of feel. It's never been like, you know, we just. These, you know, at first it was like, oh, okay, these guys are good at podcasting, yada, yada, yada. And of course, that's what attracted everybody because that's how we met. But it was never, I never ever felt like it was only just business. I always felt like it did feel like for real friendship, like a for real podcasting family. So I'm definitely glad that the, the, the couch is back relaunched, man. Shout out to HAB, man. Shout out to Abe, man. Shout out to Matt. Shout out to fucking Tommy and Jake. Just, if you were ever on the couch, if you on the couch, shout out to fucking, uh, even though their, their name will never be Drunk Comic Fans, that's always what I'm going to call them. So shout out <laughs> to Drunk Comic Fans. Shout out to Miserable Retail Slave. I mean, fucking everybody, man. Like, I just, 
the couch party, everybody has these networks out here. Everybody's trying to do something to push their brand, and I love it. But the couch party was always something to me that was just near and dear to my heart, man. And I'm, I'm glad shit's back popping. So. Well, thank you. Thank you. And again, it's great to have you. And we're going to do it again, especially when it comes time for all those things to come together to culminate, to rise to a head. And we will be more than happy to help promote everything and anything you've got, brother. Well, I definitely appreciate it, man. And hey, I, I will be letting you know when I got new stuff coming soon. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that's it for this week's Couch Party. And, of course, as always, follow the man at Penrose Eames. And exactly. uh, you guys know where to find me at, the Ranty Bastard. But he's much more entertaining than I am. And uh, Yo, shout out. Yo, real quick before we go, shout out to the people that was trolling me. I have been getting trolled so hard, yo. Oh, yes. Dude, somebody told SoundCloud that my podcast was all about child pornography and molestation. And I was like, what the fuck? Listen, and so then, of course, I had to deal with that shit. And, of course, none of my shit is like that. No. And I was like, yo, who could hate me this much? And then somebody hacked my email and signed up for, um, like, a bunch of, like, anti-black websites. What? That I run, like, that are run <laughs> by black people, though. Like, like it's those websites that in a black community, like, we know as black people that if you fuck with those websites that you really don't like your own kind. And so, um, I had to deal with that. This is one dude, Tommy Sidemore, Sidemayer, or some shit like that. He's one of those people. And somebody signed me up for his shit. I had to deal with that shit. And then, uh, they used my email and signed me up for Spreaker. And you know how when you sign up for a, a newsletter from a company, yeah. they respond to you in the email and it's like whatever you signed up as your name, that's how they respond. Yeah. And so I got three, three emails back to back that said, uh, Hi, it like literally like and it was a bunch of racist shit it said hi dead nigger the next one said hi i'm gonna kill you because that's what they were saying like what? somebody was trying to send me a message yeah and i like and then, then you saw that picture that picture you showed me yes. i've never seen this shit before then i'm online and i get the thing about me fucking like stalking 70 year old dudes and like i'm just like yo i don't know what the fuck i did to somebody but hey, either I hurt somebody's feelings really bad, or bitch, I'm finally famous. Either way, I'm good with it. <laughs> I'm gonna go with famous. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, me too. Because I don't, I don't, I don't know who I could have hurt. Like everybody loves Penrose. So. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, that, that was that was some crazy shit to find out. Because I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, man. I was like, what the fuck? Like the molestation and the rape shit. I'm not gonna front. That fucked with me because I know. And anyway, I've, you know what I mean? Like, you don't do that to people. Like, no. you don't say that type of shit about people. Everything else, I kind of laughed at. But that shit, I, I ain't gonna front. That did. I was like, who the fuck could hate me that much yeah. to try to make up those kind of lies? You know what I mean? But, hey, whatever. That shit's Fuck. dirty. But signing you up for ClaytonBixby.com, that would be funny. Yeah, man. You know? They were really signing me up for, like, anti-black websites that were run by black people. I was like, this shit is hilarious. Yeah, like, uh, all right. Well, all I can say yeah. to that. Fuck the trolls. Yeah, fuck them, man. Fuck them. Fuck but. the trolls. So, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them. And uh, that's it. Shout out to the couch, man. Thanks, thanks, thanks couch. for having me, man. I appreciate you. Absolutely. And uh, we will see you guys in a couple weeks, dear listener. And uh, we'll bring in another member of the couch. And who knows? Maybe we'll do a mega show here pretty soon. Because, uh, boy, I those are so. entirely too much fucking fun. All right. I hope so, man. I hope we get one of those. All right, everybody have a great day, a great night, or whenever the fuck you're listening, and we'll see you soon. Holla.